and how they were able to come to take the the full possession of the promised land. But today we'll be looking at the downhill, and um, it's it's a bit scary because um, there's a lot of work that we would have to do. Um, but I'm going to just open it up for you, and uh, probably allow you to um, to to go home and to read for yourself and to discover God's word for yourself. So, Father, we thank you. Um, we thank you that you are you are in our midst. Thank you that you are good, you are kind. Thank you that you are faithful. And um, Lord, we ask that you would speak to our hearts through to read. We thank you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's let's start with Joshua. Go with me to Joshua. I'll be reading very quickly. Joshua chapter 24. Josue. Uh, Joshua chapter 24. Uh, we remember walking through um, last week. I'm sure some of you remember the Exodus. Uh, walking through all of the Exodus. Um Thank you, Jesus. Joshua chapter 24, um, probably start from the verse 14. Amen. Joshua 24, verse 14. Good to see all of you online. Uh, on Zoom, sorry. Yeah. Joshua 24, verse 14. It says, Now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Are you there? Are you all following? Fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods your ancestors worshipped. This is what Joshua was finishing with. He was leaving. Um, as Joshua was leaving, he was saying bye-bye. Yes, he's done with his work. Joshua avait fini son travail avec le peuple d'Israël. He, um, he was leaving. He was saying bye-bye to them. Um, so, um, and this is what he was telling them. He says, now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods your ancestors worshipped beyond the Euphrates River and Egypt. I'm sure you've always seen this Euphrates River in Egypt now. Um, and serve the Lord. So throw away the idols, the gods, and serve the Lord. Verse 15, but if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. Hallelujah. Amen. Choose for yourself whom you will serve. I think really, I seriously, I think we are living in the days where we will have to choose. Je pense que nous vivons dans les jours où nous devons choisir. Hallelujah. Maybe I'll just be flowing in English. Can you sit by somebody? Uh, Wamba, can you come closer and um, you guys find someone and sit together so that you guys will be talking to each other um, if I don't come back on 
or you can sit by her. Um, yeah, but Wamba, Wamba feels ready to to sit by you. Yeah, Wamba, you, oh, you want to sit by him now? Yeah, he, he wants to sit by you so that you can talk to him. If I don't speak French, uh, amen, amen. Okay, Savannah. Uh, so I think that we're in the days where we'll have to choose. I don't know how you guys feel, but in the days are really looking so really somehow. And um, we'll have to make a choice. Hallelujah. It says, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your ancestors, uh, the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me, as for me uh, and my and my house, is that all? Uh, how many are going to say as for me? As for me, as for me and my house. And sometimes you can't even force your house so much. Yeah. I, I've been wondering how come um, Samuel Sands went off. I mean, such an anointed, such an anointed person. Huh? And yet still, his sons did not follow the Lord. So sometimes, yeah, we, we can probably have to pray for us, our houses and all that. But, but you now, you now, what are you saying? Huh? Are you saying what Joshua is saying? As for me. Hallelujah. Oh, you don't know where we are. I hope you are following. Do you know where we are? Yeah. So let's keep going. Um, as for me and my house, we will what? We will serve the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, and one of the funny things you see as you going into, we are going to look into the kings. You see that not everybody, like this father follows the Lord. This one does not this one does this one does not um it's it's just varies and i think that we are at the point where everybody will have to choose for themselves whom you want to serve so he says as for me and my house we will serve the lord the next um the next verse verse 16 it says then the lord then the people answered far be it from from us to forsake the Lord. Hallelujah. Far, far be it from us to forsake the Lord to serve other gods. Uh, it was the Lord our God himself who brought us and our parents up from, up out of Egypt, from that land of slavery, and performed those great signs before our eyes. He protected us on our entire journey and among all the nations through which we traveled. The verse 18 now says, And the Lord drove out before us all the nations, including the Amorites, who lived in the land. We too will serve the Lord. Hallelujah. Because he is our, our God. Hallelujah. We too will serve the Lord. Is anybody also saying, I too, me too, I'll serve the Lord? Hallelujah. Me too, I'll serve the Lord. And this is a decision you have to make almost every day. 
the verse 19 now says, Joshua said to the people, you are not, you are not able to serve the Lord. He is, ho- he is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your rebellion and your sins. Uh, he will not forgive your rebellion and your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, he will turn and bring disaster on you and make an end of you after he has been good to you. Amen. I read it again, the verse 19. Let me, yeah, let me take it from the verse 19. Joshua said to the people, you are not able to serve the Lord. He is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your rebellion and your sins. If you forgive the Lord, if you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, he will turn and bring disaster on you and make an end of you after he has been good to you. But the people said to Joshua, no, we will serve the Lord. No, we will serve the Lord. Verse 22, then Joshua said, you are witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen to serve the Lord. Yes, we are witnesses. They replied, hallelujah. Now then, said Joshua, verse 23, throw away the the foreign gods that are among you and yield your hearts to the Lord, the God of Israel. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Lord and the people said to Joshua, we will serve the Lord our God and obey him. Verse 25, so on that day, Joshua made a covenant for the people and there... And there at Sichem, he reaffirmed for them decrees and laws. Verse 26, and Joshua recorded these things in the book of the law of God. Then he took a large stone and set it up there under the oak near the holy place of the Lord. Hallelujah. See, he said to all the people, this stone will be a witness against us. Now he's saying us, not just me and you. He's saying us, amen, to be a witness against us. It has, it has heard all the words the Lord has said to us. It will be a witness against you if you are untrue to your God. Then Joshua dismissed the people, each to their own inheritance. Hallelujah. Amen. So I really, so this is, these, are, these are the words of, of Joshua um, with the people as they were heading um, into greater measure of what God had for them and God wanted them to take over. Hallelujah. And you can see that gradually from this time, um, they had ups and downs in their walk with the Lord. But um, by the time of Kings, by the time of, of Solomon, they had taken the full land. Is that all? Is that all? By the time of First Kings, um, by the time of, what is his name, David, they are taking the full land. First Kings, go with me to First Kings. First Kings chapter four. The last time I think we we drew the um, a little bit of the map of what it was um, in the time of 
in the time of um, David and how they had taken up everything. Um, and um, when you continue to read what, when you continue to see all the battles in, in First Kings and all that, you begin to see, if you understand the map, you'd, it becomes very, very easy for you uh, to understand what was going on. So we said that um, they had, I don't know how I'll draw it somehow, but they had come down from here, down where, from Egypt. Um, they had gone through the desert, and they had entered into the promised land. And then we saw that somewhere here was, was the Philistines. Is that so? The Philistines, uh, they were around this side. And up here was all of Phoenicia. We'll come to it also in the New Testament, and you see that it's almost Phoenicia. Uh, um, and then Israel, Israel was in between from Dan up here to Beersheba. Uh, and then down here was who? Edom. Is that so? Do you remember? Uh, and then when you climb up, you have who? You have Moab. Very good. Then when you climb up, you have who? You have who? Ammon. Uh, you have all of the Ammonites. And then when you climb up, you have who? You have Aram. Are you following? Or you forgotten? Do you remember we did this? Hi. Am I alone? Those online. Are you following? Do you remember? No. Eh? You remember, you remember that when they were coming out of, of the land of Egypt, you remember that the Lord did not give some of their some of the lands to the to the Israelites. Do you remember? Do you remember? <laughs> okay. Amen. Amen. Do you remember? Hey. Some don't remember. Huh? You remember when they came out of Egypt and they got, remember we did this last week, and we got to the plains, when they got to the plains of Moab, uh, and they were supposed to enter into the promised land, the Lord said that I'm not giving you any of the land of, of the Moabites. You remember? Uh, why? And I'm not giving you any of the land of, of Edom. Why? Because Edom was a descendant of who? They are descendants of Esau. Uh, and Esau is part of what? Of the, of the promise. Because Esau is, Esau is who? Hey, my God. <laughs> Please, who is Esau? It's Jacob's brother, is that so? And so he's a son of who? Of Isaac, is that so? 
<laughs> Are we following? So then he's also a son of who? Of Abraham. Is that so? Is that so? Uh-huh. So God was saying, I'm not giving you their land. Is that so? And so Edom was close. Uh, Moab was close. The Ammonites were also close. And I said you should be careful with Ammonites, with, with Amorites, with Amalekites. You remember the Amalekites? The Amalekites were the ones who fought against Yeah, of course, they fought against Israelites. Yes, of course, yes. Yes, who do you remember the Amalekites? Remind me of your name. Yes. Yeah? Nike. Nike, yeah. Do you guys remember the Amalekites? No? So, you remember there was this story of Joshua um, and Moses. You remember Joshua had to go and fight and Moses had to raise up his hand on the mountain. And if he brought down his hand, they will win. The enemies will win. And if he raised up his hand, they would. the Israelites will win. Yeah, those were the Malachites. And those were the people that God wanted to eliminate. They were part of the, of the people of Canaan. So you have to be careful as you are reading the Bible. You see a Malachite. Uh, and they are the ones that brought Saul down. Because God asked Saul to eliminate totally the Amalekite. And he went and he didn't do that, if you remember the story. So those were the Amalekites. Uh. So we have Amalekites. And then who else? Uh, Amorite. And then who else? Amalekite, Amorite. And then Ammonite. Eh? Amalekite, Amorite, and, and, and Ammonite. Eh? So these two, the Amalekites were eliminated from the very beginning of their journey. And then the Amorites were also being, were also eliminated by Moses. If you remember, uh, Sihon and, and his people, if you remember that battle, uh, those were the Amorites. In, um, in, in Deuteronomy chapter 2, um, um, what was his name? Um, let's read it, let's read it, let's read it, because it seems like... Uh, Um, Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse, I think, 24 or something. Are you them? Yeah. So the Amorites, the Amorites land was given to to part of the of the um 
of the Israelites as they were moving. Are you there? Um, it says, set out now and cross the Anon Gorge. See, I have given into your hand Sihon D. Sihon, who is it? The Amorite, is that so? King of Hishborn and his country. Begin to take possession of it and engage him in battle. The verse 25 says, this very day I will begin to put terror and fear of you on all the nations and the heaven. They would hear reports of you and will tremble and be in anguish because of you. So, verse 26, from the desert of Kedimoth, I sent messengers to Sihon, king of Ishbon, offering peace and saying, let us pass through your country. We'll stay on the main road. We would not turn aside to the right or to the left. Sell us food to eat, water to drink for their prize. Only let us pass through um, on foot as the descendants of Esau who lived in Syria and the Moabites who lived in Ar did for us until we crossed the Jordan into the land our Lord is giving us. But Sihon, king of Hishbon, refused to let us pass through for the Lord your God has made his spirit stubborn and his heart obstinate in order to give us, to give him into our hands as, as, as he has done. Um, the Lord said to me, see, I've given, I've been, I have begun to deliver Sihon and his country over to you. Now begin to conquer and to possess it. So you see that this was the Amorites. Huh? Now when, as we are reading, you could see that they passed through which Adam? They passed through the verse 29. They passed through Edom. Is that, is that so? Edom. I'm, I'm intentionally doing this because if you read the book of Kings, you see these guys. Uh, they are just there. And these are the guys who were causing trouble for almost all the kings. So you have to know them. You have to know where they are. Uh, so Edom, they passed through Edom, and then whereas, and then the Moabites. Uh, they passed through Edom, and then the Moabites. And then they were coming into, into the land, but the Amorites were there. Uh, so they had to deal with the Amorites. So the Amorites were dealt with the Amalekites were dealt with, and all of this land became part. But the Ammonites were still, were still there. Is that so? Now, when you climb up a little bit, now there was this whole big land. Uh, and what was that? Aram. Aram. Uh, Aram, please. Aram. And all of that Aram, they had their capital as what? As Damascus. And it was, it's all named what? Syria. Huh? So Syria is up here. It's all Syria. Is that so? Please draw this. I need you. Please just draw it. Just, just to just have, just to, you hear about them. Egypt is down here. So all of all of Dan to Beersheba 
is all Israel. All of them to Beersheba. Are we following? Are you following? Huh? Is that is it okay? Are you following? Now the strongest of all of them was who? The most disturbing. And the ones who disturbed Israel. All these surrounding nations. Huh? Who knows? I will ask you to find out. <laughs> okay, let's go. Second Samuel. Let's go second Samuel. So second Samuel. Chapter 8. When, when David took over from Saul, uh, there was a small city that was called one. There was a small city that had not yet been conquered. It was inside Israel, but it had not yet been conquered. The Jebus, the Jebusites. Uh, do you remember them? You remember them? We talked about it the last time. So they were a very small. They were inside. They were very, very strong, Jebus. And who conquered them? Huh? Amongst David men, who conquered them? Joab. Huh? Joab. Uh, you can see that in the very early chapters of Second Samuel. So please do read, read that. It's very interesting. Um, so now we've moved up and we are here. They're almost finishing. They're almost, they've gotten everything. Chapter 8, are you there? Second Samuel chapter 8. So it says, in the course of time, uh, David defeated who? You remember the Philistines were those who gave who? Who were they, who were they struggling with? Who was the leader when the Philistines were struggling with Israel? 
Huh? Who was the who was the leader when the Philistines? Saul, is that Saul? You remember Saul? And you remember Saul died at the hands of the Philistines. And there comes David. And as Saul was dying in their hands, in the hands of the Philistines, David was hiding in their camp. Do you remember? <laughs> David was hiding inside their camp. Ziglag, that's where David was. <laughs> David was actually going to be act, was going to, he was being asked to go to war with the Philistines. And then something happened and they said, no, 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 he shouldn't go with them. He should go back. If he might change his mind and join them. And that's how come he was let alone. And then, boom, you guys can read the story. Let me not go so much into it. Okay, so the Philistines. So now David has come and David has defeated who? The Philistines. They are here. They are just here. They are just by them. <laughs> uh -huh. Okay, and then David also defeated who? The Moabites, verse 2. Have you seen it? Have you seen the verse 2? The Moabites. Where are they? They are here. Is that so? Uh-huh. Then who else? He made them lie down on the ground and measured them off with a length of cord. Every two length of them were put to death. And the third length was allowed to live. So the Moabites became subject to David and brought him tribute. So now Moab has become part of what? Of Israel. It's under Israel's control. Is that so? Uh-huh. They are not Israelites, but it's under Israel's control. Uh-huh. So the Moabites became subject. The verse 3. Moreover, David defeated who? Hadadezer. Hadadezer, son of Rohob, king of Zobah. Uh-huh. Now, Zobah was part of the territory of, of Aram. Uh, it was down somewhere down here. Zobah was part of the territory of Aram. When he went to restore his mountain at the Euphrates River, David captured a thousand of his chariots and 7,000 charioteers and 20,000 foot soldiers. He, he hamstrung all but a hundred of the chariot horses. When the Arameans of Damascus came to help Hadadezer, king of who? Zobah. So you see that they are together. Uh, the Arameans, Syria. David struck down 22,000 of them. He put garrisons in Aramea, kingdom of where? Of Damascus. Is that so? Uh, so sometimes the name changes Damascus, Syria, or Aram is all together. And the Arameans became subject to him and brought him, and brought him what? Uh, tribute, is that so? So this one has also been conquered, is that so? Uh-huh. Then what else? David took the gold shields that belonged to the officers of Hadadezer and brought them to Jerusalem. From Taba and Borithai, towns that belonged to Hadadezer, King David took a great quantity of bronze. Uh, the verse 9, when Tolkien of Hamath heard that David had defeated the entire army of Hadadezer, he sent his son Joram to King David to greet him and congratulate him on his victory in battle over Hadadezer, who had been at war with Tol. With Tol. Joram brought him... Uh, 
Joram brought with him articles of silver, of gold, and bronze. King David decided, dedicated these articles to the Lord as he had done with the silver and gold from all the nations he had sub- subdued. Edom, now Edom. Uh, Edom were descendants of who? Of Esau. Okay, so Edom and Moab and the Ammonites and the Ammonites. Where's Ammon now? So Edom and who? And Ammon. Are you following? Uh, so Edom and Ammon. It's interesting. Edom and Ammon and, and, and Moab. We've canceled Moab already. Yeah. And Moab and the Philistines. And who else? And Amalek, those that were here in the middle, he also he also dedicated the plunder taken from Hadadezer, son of Rohab, king of Zobah. Um, and David became famous after he returned from striking down 18,000 Edomites in the Salt Valley. Do you remember? Uh, in the Valley of Salt. He put garrisons throughout where? Edom. And all the Edomites became subject to, to David. And the Lord gave victory wherever he, he went to. Uh, are you following? So we can see that the whole land, <laughs> all of this place has become subject to who? To David. David has become this great, great, great empire. And when you are reading, when you start to read, you see this. Don't forget them. You see them. You see these countries, Ephraim, um, the, Philipp- the Philistines, Edom, Moab, Ammon, Aram. These were the people who were causing trouble. Uh, now, so the Euphrates River is somewhere here. It's behind. Uh, the Euphrates River is behind. And Egypt and its river is also somewhere here. The Mediterranean Sea is somewhere here. Uh, the Mediterranean Sea is somewhere here. Okay. Is that okay? Now, so David now has conquered everything and all that it's in, in the heart of God. And David is now leaving this whole land and this whole property, this whole stuff, this whole big achievement to his son. Uh, so we confirm this in First Kings chapter 4. Go with me to First Kings chapter 4. Thank you, Father. So the surrounding the surrounding towns are what the surrounding cities that David conquered. What are they? Edom, uh huh. They were down there. Moab. For Moab, where do you go to? The Ammon, not Amorite. Are you, you remember? Yeah, not the Amorites. The Amorites were defeated long ago. 
So you have Ammon, and then on top of it you have eh, the Arams, eh, the Syrians. Now by the side of the Mediterranean Sea, who do you have? The Philistines. Eh? The who? The Phoenicians, they were on top of the Philistines on the other side. Uh, the Phoenicians. You remember that woman who came to Jesus? Syrophoenician woman. Uh-huh. She was from that place. <laughs> she was from Tyre and Sidon. Uh, she was up. And they had been friends with Israel for a long time. There was hardly any war between them. Uh, even when Solomon had to build a temple, he called their workers to come and help him build the temple. Okay. So, once this Shema is in your head, I don't think it's you would you'd easily be, as you are reading, you don't feel so lost. Uh, okay, so let's go.